Hi, I'm Jeffrey Downs, a managing director at Franklin Covey, and excited to be one of the hosts of this new season of Be a Better Leader, where we are talking about a handful of ways that trust changes everything. One of those things is employee engagement. Every organization hopes to get the most out of the people who work there. Sometimes it feels like you're getting really close to that, but other times it feels like it's really far away. Uh, and you're doing just enough to get by. So what can we do? Well, today we've invited Stephen M. R. Covey, the best-selling author of Trust and Inspire and the Speed of Trust, to share some of his insights on how profoundly trust can impact engagement in the workplace. Stephen, it is good to have you. Hey, thanks, Jeff. I always love being with you. These are fun to do, especially <laughs> These, with you. That is, it's really fun to do. I appreciate it. Well, let's get started right away. First question right out of the chute, what role does trust really play in employee engagement? Um, it's profound. I would say it's inseparable. Yeah. And and um, it's, I believe, is the number one driver of engagement. And there's a lot of research that would validate that, that is behind that. Um, and in fact, uh, I'll just cite uh, one study from... Um, ADP Research International. Um, it was a global study on engagement, and they came up with all the different drivers of engagement. And you know, there's a variety of different engagement models out there, and there's a lot of really great ones. And here's what their the conclusion of their study was: this was that the number one driver of engagement by far was to the the level of trust between the employee and their immediate supervisor, mm. that if they could impact that relationship and increase the trust that the employee felt mm. with their immediate supervisor, their boss, so to speak, that that would have a bigger impact on engagement than anything else that they could do. And here's what their research shows, that, that when that trust level was high, there was a 14 times greater probability of increasing the employee engagement. Mm. And it was the number one driver by far. The next biggest driver, by contrast, was if I'm if I'm a member of a team, there was a 2.6 times greater factor of being fully engaged. Mm. But it was 14 times if I had a high trust relationship with my immediate supervisor. And so, so there's a lot of things we can work on. And again, there's many drivers and factors to engagement, but you look at study after study and different approaches of this, you'll never see an engaged culture in a low trust environment. It just doesn't happen. And while there's other things we need to do besides trust, if you really want to move the needle on engagement, start with trust hmm. and focus on building a culture of trust and especially focus on building relationships of trust in particular between the, the employee and their immediate supervisor. And you do that at every level, you'll start to move the needle on trust. So the, 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 the connection of this is inseparable and it is foundational. Well, as you know, as you talk about that, one of the questions that comes to my mind is, what is it about this relationship of trust, you know, with, with engagement? How come these two are so, in your experience, linked together? Yes, because when the employee feels that they're trusted, then they feel that they're more valued. They feel that they're, they're being seen. 
for who they are, for what they can bring to the organization. They feel that they can make a difference, have an impact because they feel the level of trust coming to them that the, their, their supervisor, their boss, their company believes in them in their capabilities and their character and their competence and their ability to contribute, to make a difference. And when I feel that, I feel more connected, hmm. not just to my, my, my boss, my leader, but also to the organization that they, 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 they have me here for a reason and they believe in me and they they trust me. And that connects me in a way, it inspires me even to be trusted. Hmm. And whereas, you know, just think of the contrast so I might feel like I've got all these strengths and these values and I come in and I don't feel like my boss trusts me or, and or that the company trusts me. And it's kind of like, what am I doing here? If they're going to manage me, micromanage me, right? Then why'd you hire me? You know, <laughs> yes. if you don't trust me, I like, I like to always say, you know, if you don't trust your people, you either have a hiring problem or a leadership problem because <laughs> you don't get leadership. <laughs> right. and, and, you know, but but, it, you know, it just, it's what you feel when you're trusted and what that brings out in you and then what you feel when you're not trusted mm-hmm. and what that kind of suppresses in you. And, and you could tie that to engagement. And I think, Jeff, you can even, even go further than engagement and in, into what I call inspiration, yeah. which I think is the greatest manifestation of engagement mm-hmm. is not yeah. only to be engaged, but even to be inspired. Yeah. which, which uh, goes one step further and, and, you know, but the road to inspiration goes through engagement. So we need to continue to focus on, on engagement, but there's something even beyond it. Inspiration. Microsoft is calling this thriving. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get to where our people are not just engaged. We want that too. We want them to thrive. And that's tapping into the sense of, of they feel a sense of caring and they feel a sense that they're doing meaningful work, a purpose, Mm-hmm. And in which can go even beyond engagement, and so so there's a lot of frontiers of this, but the heart of this again is is trust. Then there's still other things we need to do, but again, trust accelerates, it multiplies, it it energizes all this effort. As you were talking, I was thinking back to an experience that I had with a partner. We were in an entrepreneurial venture. and we, this partner and I started out with pretty much bootstrapping the whole thing, and it was nothing. And as we started to grow the business, um, interestingly enough, we there was high trust at the beginning, but then as the venture went forward, he started to trust me less and less. I was the chief revenue officer at the time, trust me less and less. And that that I could feel the just this feeling of, well, unengagement. I didn't want to be there. My my innovation went down. My creativity went down. All those things started to go down until we ended the partnership because it, it just took a, a dive off of it. Now, that that's one story. The other story is I've been in environments where I've been inspired by someone who trusts me, where right up first, I did not trust them, but they extended trust to me and I got engaged. And all of a sudden, I felt this Okay, they want me to participate and to be there. So, the, that's, go ahead. The question, well, you know, to think you know, about that. Yeah. See, that, that you're 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 answering the question that you asked me, which is, what happens when you feel trusted? How does that affect engagement? Look, you just said, when I felt trusted, and this person trusted me, even though you didn't fully trust them at the time, they trusted you, and how that changed you. Yeah. And it it 
it engaged you. You felt more involved. My guess is over time, you probably also felt to reciprocate the trust back. 100%. Absolutely. And you know, there's a reciprocity of trust. When you give it, people receive it and they return it. When we withhold it, they tend to withhold it. So, but the engagement is very real. So you just gave a story on both sides of, of when you're not trusted, what that does to your engagement, how it dissipates it. When you are trusted, what that does to your engagement, how it really enables it, grows it. Yeah. And I would just ask our listeners the same question. Think of, you know, to our listener, Yeah. think of when you're trusted. What does that do to you? How do you feel when you're trusted by your leader, when you're trusted by the company, when they believe in you, they trust you and you feel that trust and they tell you that they trust you. Mm-hmm. That probably yeah. engages you like nothing else. Yeah. And, and maybe not even more than engages you, maybe that inspires you and you want to live up to it. And let me ask you, our listener, the, the contrast. So what does it do to you when you don't feel the company or the leader trusts you? And instead they feel like they're, you know, you feel like you're being micromanaged and not trusted. That, my guess, you feel less and less engaged and less less inspired. And, you know, so it's really interesting. So if I I could give a little example of this, of, of how you can really focus on building that level of trust with the immediate supervisor to move the engagement. So we were working with a big um, consumer services company. And they had been focused on engagement for years and, and they're trying to move the needle and they were moving at a point or two a year, but then it would go back the next year. They were kind of stuck and they were about at 69%, which by most metrics is not great. It was okay, but not, not even in the good area. And they wanted to get, make a lot of progress. And they finally said, look, we've done all these different things. They said, we're going to buy this idea that we're going to focus on increasing the level of trust between the immediate supervisor and the direct report. Wow. And so they invested heavily in, in, in speed of trust and what we're doing to help those supervisors understand how they could build relationships of trust. We focus on the supervisors. We gave them the tools. They learned how to do this. They became better at it. They mm-hmm. began to build stronger relationships of trust. And, and, um, and have a lot of progress. How do we know that? Well, that you can actually measure trust, which is exciting and fascinating topic <laughs> for another, another <laughs> podcast. Well, interestingly, here's what happened when, when the year ended after they'd spent all this time building trust and, and, and teaching people how to build trust with their direct reports, when they did their engagement survey again, their, the results were astounding. They went from 69% to 82%. Wow. 13 absolute point improvement in that engagement. It was so significant that the engagement consultant that had been working with them for years went back through and checked the the inputs into it, thinking they might have done this wrong. They might have uh, formulated the thing wrong because you don't see that kind of movement. Right. And, And then they continued over the next couple of years and went to 88% as they built that culture of trust. And and they and they really came out of this saying, Absolutely. As you build that relationship of trust between the immediate supervisor and the direct report, that will have a profound impact on engagement. They finally moved the needle after numerous years and multiple attempts of doing other things, focusing on other drivers. They found this to be the most fruitful and productive by far. 
Wow. And they continued to build that kind of culture. And that changed everything, gave them mm-hmm. other options and opportunities to do other things when you have such an engaged culture. And so, you know, I just look at how we've been measuring engagement for 20 years. And yet, if you look at the data that comes out, it almost seems like we've hardly, hardly moved the needle on it over 20 <laughs> yeah. years. And I think it's because we haven't focused enough on the number one driver of it, which is trust and the yeah. relationships of trust between immediate supervisor and direct reports and the broader culture of trust, yeah. because you want to have that relationship at every level mm. in the organization. As I look at organizations, Stephen, and see that relationship between the immediate supervisor and the direct report, that is the pivot point in the organization. That That's, that's the place where the whole organization pivots. And if that, that does not work, and if it's not surrounded by trust, then the organization does not get the engagement that they, that they are looking for, that they want. Absolutely. It's, and you know, and that's, that could be at any level, but that's an immediate pivot point, as you said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that look, I can look at all these broader things that need to happen, but if I want to really go right to the jugular. What's the relationship of trust you feel immediately with your supervisor? Yeah. And when you feel trusted, it changes everything. Now, look, Sometimes you can compensate for that where someone might feel like, hey, I've got a supervisor that doesn't trust anyone, but I have people above them that do trust people and they trust me and I feel trusted by them. Sometimes that can compensate for it in building the larger culture of trust because there could be flat spots in the wheel, if you you will, that can happen. But ultimately, um, we're trying to to model this. We're trying to cascade this. And again, there is a reciprocity of trust. And when you give it, people receive it and they return it. Here's what's interesting, Jeff, is, and I'm sure you've seen this too. As I've worked all around the world in organizations and with different teams, here's what I found in a low trust team where there's, you know, a heavy, massive disengagement and people, you know, have these huge gaps. Mm-hmm. I find that usually the, enga- the, 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 the disengagement is a reflection of the low trust culture mm. that exists. And, and, um, and when you dig deeper and ask, what's the biggest reason why employees don't trust their management? Well, the biggest reason why employees don't trust their management is because the management doesn't trust the employees <laughs> and the employees reciprocate that distrust right back at them. And, you know, and, and, uh, I mean, I'm seeing it happening right now with some of this remote work, hybrid work, intentionally flexible work. I've seen it where there's high trust, where people are working remotely or in a hybrid situation and they feel trusted uh-huh. and how that inspires people, how that it helps engage the people, how they give the trust right back. But I've also seen this happen where they've gone to a remote, remote or hybrid model, but the people don't feel trusted, where sometimes they might put in place um, what feels and looks like surveillance <laughs> software that's, that's, yes. um, that's you know, maybe called other things, but oftentimes it looks and feels like you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and if people don't feel trusted, it tends to, again, impact everything, including the level of engagement that they have. And so, so, uh, you know, all these things are connected and I'm not trying to yeah. say that trust is the panacea for every single thing, but I am saying that trust is the performance multiplier for anything that we're working on. And in engagement, it is a bullseye. Mm-hmm. It is not a, you know, 
pretty close hit. It is a direct hit, mm-hmm. square on, that if, if we want to move the needle on engagement, we need to start with trust at every level with the immediate, you know, especially that relationship with your immediate director, immediate supervisor, but also the broader culture. And as we increase the trust, we'll engage more. And when we engage more, we can also move to inspiration and go to a whole nother level of what's, what's possible. So um, again, trust changes everything in engagement and it's a bullseye connection. And it's really exciting that, that, uh, that, that we can impact engagement so profoundly by making sure we go to the root cause. Trust. You know, let's end with this question. So we've been talking about the leader establishing trust and engaging in trust behaviors and extending the trust and so forth. If I'm an employee, let's just take a little bit different tack. I'm an employee in a relationship where the leader doesn't trust me or I don't feel that trust. What can I do as the direct report to start to encourage that trusting relationship? Yeah, I can do, it's a great question because this often happens to people. Like this sounds good, Stephen, but my boss doesn't trust me. <laughs> yeah. Then I would say uh, this, you're swimming upstream. I acknowledge that, but you can swim upstream. So you go first, even with your boss, you can maybe lead your boss and maybe try to do it with be a high trust teammate with your teammates, be a high trust person with your direct reports. If you have direct reports, you model what you would like to see from your boss. You show your boss what that looks like. And what, you know, with, with those that you can do that with, if you have direct reports, do it with them. If you don't have direct reports, do it with your teammates, model what is possible. And then in a sense, um, try to model it back even to your boss. And, and maybe with your boss, I've learned if you can kind of make it less about trust and more, Hey, what can I do to be the kind of go-to person that you can have confidence in? I learned, I learned to use the word confidence instead of trust. What can I do to be the a person you can have high confidence in? How can I earn that kind of reputation with you. What can I do to do that? So rather than make it about what's wrong with you, boss, you don't trust me or you don't trust anyone. Rather, what can I do to earn your confidence that you can count on me, rely upon me, be a go that I can be a go-to person for you because I want to become that for you. So I make it about not what's wrong with you, but what can I do to become this kind of person for you? Mm. You begin to open up the possibility of maybe becoming that person. Your boss maybe begins to not trust others, but start to trust you. And maybe for your boss, if they can learn to do it with one, they might be able to learn to do it with another. But you can almost, in a sense, lead your boss by helping them understand that they can go first too in this relationship. And you're willing to earn it. You're not just being asked to be given it. You're saying, what can I do to earn this? Most people respond to that and they give you a chance to do it. And then they start to maybe trust in a way that they hadn't before. You can teach them how they can learn to trust. And then as they do that, they can begin to engage better. And then you model it with all those around you. So I just say, even as an employee, you also can go first. You know, I could spend another hour with you, Stephen, and would love to, and I'm sure our listeners would as well. However, these have to come to a close at some point. (laughs) Thank you so much. What sage counsel and absolute wonderful wisdom learned through all of not only your experience, but research and study. Trust is absolutely measurable. If you'd like to learn how trust can help you become a better leader, 
You can download our free guide, Six Ways Your Leaders Can Build Trust and Avoid Breaking It. You can find a link to it in the show notes or visit franklincovey.com for more information and resources. Well, until we talk again next time, keep smiling. Keep smiling.